to stretch muscle up in years. I'm, I just started my progressions again. Bam, we're live. I, uh, Blade, I want to do like <clears throat> I was uh, Hiller had this um, uh, thing where when, when I first met him a couple of years ago, where he had he wrote something on the uh, on the board in his garage that was kind of like a fantasy workout, right? Like workout that he wanted to do but didn't know he could do. I forget what he called it. And then he eventually did it, and so I wanted to do a workout like that too, like just Batman. Like, that was say it again. Cool. Oh, is that what it was called, Batman? Okay. So I was thinking, oh, I should do something like that too. And I thought, oh, mate, what if I could do ten, um, uh, tw twenty snatches with a hundred pound dumbbell, like right hand, left hand, one muscle up, ten rounds. Ooh. You know what I mean? Just to Hell like, yeah. it, it's, I mean, it's, it's just a party trick kind of, but for me, it would be crazy. And so I was working my way up to training to do a hundred pound dumbbell snatch. And then I was lowering the 70 slow once and something happened in the bicep. Mm. So it kind of derailed me like six months ago, but I think I might, I've been taking those peptides and then I had a massage from Andrew Hillary came over to the house and gave me a shirtless massage and shit. <laughs> <That'll> <laughs> everything, do it. everything seems to be back on track. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> good to see you. How are things? Man, well, good to see you too. And man, things are great, bro. To be honest. Uh, like, you're safe. Everything's safe. It's a good life. Yes. Yes. Things are safe. Everything's safe. And then like I like you know already, I'm very easily entertained. And so I just find light in the little things. Like for example, I don't know if you remember exa the exact layout, but this used to be a, a heavy bag now it's a folding one of those folding racks oh so the heavy bag was taking up a little bit too much space and then it also allowed room for a skier oh yeah see so it's the little thing so now now i'm really now i can really tear it up in the in the blade academy that's what my neighbor <laughs> named so my neighbor named the gym uh for, for, for those of you who um uh don't know this is the third time i think a third time blade's been on the show yeah. uh blade is uh northern uh, california california is a state on the uh north american continent on the west side facing the pacific ocean and uh, blade is a uh, police officer in that state in the in the in the northern area um i guess you could say within 100 miles of me and uh, we met through we've just met through the podcast right yeah yeah, and, and and you're a CrossFitter. I'm is yeah for since I started for in 2000, 2009. Wow, that, wow, that, that, that was mainly CrossFit football. It was just for off season training, but then after my senior season, I didn't make it to the league. And then 2010, you know, I started CrossFitting with. Uh, do you know? Do you remember Gabe Subri? I do. Yeah, I he, do. He, he was my first. He's my first coach. Him and Garrett Fisher were like my, and there was a cat named Vince Carter, my first training partners. And uh, Gabe told me, Gabe and Vince, they ran CrossFit 209 Sport. It, they told me you could either pay and come in like with regular people or you could come train with us at 10 and at 2 for free. And I was like, all right, let's run it. <laughs> uh, here it is. If yeah. you don't know who Gabe Subri is, everyone in uh, everyone who owns a gym in California knows who uh, Gabe Subri is. He has a fifty thousand square foot, probably the largest CrossFit gym in the world by far. Yeah, yeah, maybe it's, it's even bigger than fifty thousand square feet. It is massive. Yeah. It is a beautiful facility with uh, uh, indoor uh, outdoor turf, uh, massive, massive uh, clientele, and uh, easily uh, 
in his day uh, top 50 fittest man walking around on um on planet earth oh yeah there's the gym yeah, yeah i think 200 meter track inside that gym yeah is that so what that is yeah, yeah so it has like a i think it's 60 yards it's like 60 yard turf surrounded <laughs> by a 200 meter indoor track and that's just like this part and then this part has basketball no not vince carter the basketball player just uh <laughs> Uh, he run, he runs a, a youth sports program called Elevate. It's it's pretty cool, but um, and then on this part you have that like to so that bottom right picture, you have like the pull up a big old pull up rig, and open floor, and then in between what you're looking at and the track is this like big um kind of auxiliary area with a basketball hoop, and storage. And then further over, you have their big-ass muscle-up rig and specialty area with, like, bench and chains and another pull-up bar and this area to do stuff. It's it's, it's pretty <laughs> cracking. And uh, it's quite the eclectic crowd there. Uh, everyone, obviously, you see Blade worked out there. Uh, and then uh, other people like the Diaz brothers and the Diaz Academy. Mm-hmm. Uh uh, famous UFC fighters uh, amongst shitloads of other people who take their fitness very seriously. And those who don't have worked out there. I think I went there for his 10th anniversary Damn. with Greg. I think we, uh, we visited and, and, mm, and oh. Gabe, Gabe's a beautiful man with a beautiful wife. And, yeah. And uh, a very, he looks familiar- like uh, Jason Statham. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> and they, they run a beautiful community over there. Hey, did you, how far was that commute to go there? Oh, I, I live on the same street. It's on something called Eight Mile Road. No, it's a long ass road. But oh, okay, a, I didn't know you were from there. Okay, okay. Um, we oh, were I at the same you. party. Didn't even know. Oh, it. oh, okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, because I because I met Glassman. He's cool. I met Glassman, yeah. and it, being that you were at that party, it wasn't the same damn party. Yeah, it was the same. It was, it was the same party. The place is so huge; it'd be so easy to miss you. <laughs> <laughs> the place is huge. You stood on the left wing the whole time, <laughs> and and then uh, and then um, what year did you become? Uh, refresh me. What year did you become a police officer? Two thousand fifteen. That was when I that was when I joined the academy. I hit the streets early two thousand sixteen, like in March. So you're nine years in. Damn there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Coming this, yeah, okay. That's, that's nine, just yeah. sound weird. Like I almost said, I almost said, nah. You think I'm probably paused for a minute there. He's like, oh. <laughs> hey, um, uh, Blade. Um, I um, uh, I, I had Julie Gentry on the show years ago. Uh, CrossFit Games champion from 2007. Uh, she's got 20 years in down in I, I don't know, like Fremont area. Mm. Uh, she was a cop and then she did SWAT. And then I think now she got like promoted to like a desk job, but she was telling me it takes three years in a position as a police officer to like really settle in and know the ropes. What do you think about that? Yeah, that sounds about right. Like I've heard three, three to five is like that ballpark because you know, when, when you start the first, what first six months to a year, you're just, chasing your tail like like shit's happening then you're processing it then you're fucking up on your report and then it, then it starts to go okay shit's happening and i'm processing it but then you're still fucking up on your report <laughs> and then 
when things finally come together, then some shit happens that you ain't never seen before, and then you don't know what the fuck to do. Then, <laughs> then you learn how to deal with that kind of situation, and then you learn how to delegate because you have to. Un- yeah, there's a lot of undoing from when you were on training. When you're on training, it's they need you to learn how to do this, and so you, it's a lot of people just okay. What you gonna do, Rip? But then after that, after you get the ropes a little bit, then you then teamwork is a little bit more encouraged. They don't let you drown. You know, like their goal is to keep you from getting sued or keep you from getting killed. As long as they don't break one of those thresholds, it's like, all right, time to learn. Kind of like when your kid's doing something that you know is dumb, but it's just going to kind of hurt them a little bit. Like, hey, they they might have to learn this one on their own. Um, Being a cop reminds me of uh, being a doctor, a lawyer, or a, a CrossFit gym owner. People are always like, hey, a two day course isn't, hey, good morning, Susan. Sorry. Good morning, Matt. <laughs> you just here? I just, yeah i just saw you uh, uh people say people say hey it's not enough training it's not enough training the point is with being a cop or a doctor and a lawyer or a um a gym uh, a crossfit gym instructor you just have to have experience no one's graduating from law school even after four years they have no fucking idea what they're doing no one's leaving the academy knowing what they're doing no one's no one's finishing med school knowing what they're doing it's like, hey, dude, you, we, it's, it's part of the um, – it's part of the uh, – it's, it's just the way life works. People need experience. People need on-the-job training. Yeah. And, and another one of my friends – and I guess you're lucky here by the way you were raised. Another one of my friends who's a cop is like, hey, dude, it's so weird. Being a cop is really just about talking to people. Oh. Go, really? And he goes, yeah, dude, it's all personal skills. And he goes – and he goes, I think that's one of the biggest problems we have. I said, why? He goes, because we have the least – naturally qualified people in the history of mankind at talking to people. And, and it does seem like that. I see a lot of young sheriff in my area. I'm in Santa Cruz who almost seem adverse to talking to people. It's, it's a lot, a lot of talking to people. Like you, you want to be prepared to protect yourself and do things like that. But there's a, a lot of times where just a, a good mouthpiece, you know, good talking skills, just whether you need to be smooth, whether you need to be stern, finding the difference, reading the room kind of could fix a lot of things. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it, for, first uh, f- first contact is huge. <laughs> first, I mean, first contact is – I've seen – I used to go to school at UC Santa Barbara, and I would see some cops the second they entered an area – it would escalate. The kids would get agitated. And then there were other cops who entered the area and they could disarm people. It, it, yeah. was, it, was, it was amazing. It was an amazing um, skill. I, 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 don't mean to, uh, um, I don't mean to put this on women, but what I would notice with women cops is they would be a little more standoffish or try to use like a man voice or like try to like – and that while trying to overcompensate for maybe being a woman, they would always like set the kids off then. Like they, the, the, the people would see it as kind of like a challenge. I just remember these two cops because they were, those were beat cops in, in Isla Vista or went to school. Everyone was on feet on foot and they would walk around and it was a really densely populated area. And it's like, and then the old man cop, he was just chill. <laughs> like, Hey, what are you kids doing? And it would just, you know what I mean? Like he had learned. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they just saw grandpa. Oh, there's, def- there's definitely a lot of things you learn when it comes to, you know, talking with finesse yeah. or having to be, having to be a hard ass, you know, and so, some people, 
like when it comes to like when you said overcompensating what the, what do they call that they call that uh little man syndrome now i guess it could be little hey, person careful, syndrome careful, it, careful careful at all like i guess it could be uh, little person syndrome i'm not even sure what the term is these days you gotta keep up short man's complex i think short short man complex Let's not short ever king, talk about king. that again <laughs> short, short king, king short king yeah. <laughs> come on guys no offense like short kings and queens well <laughs> whatever it may be though like i think we talked about this a couple times ago but this it goes into overcorrecting, you know like rather than <laughs> rather than over overcorrecting, just maybe bump it up a little bit but every everything's dynamic because talking to people is very important no matter what you do if you if you're a teacher you need to learn how to relate to your students yeah, it, it dyna it's dynamic every year every class whatever mood they're in whatever's going on at home but it's just unfortunate because when you're out on the streets the stakes are a little higher and a, a little more dynamic and more dangerous you know and, uh, um Caleb, hi. I just saw you back there too. What's up, dude? <laughs> Damn. Yeah, hey, notes. <laughs> hey, no, I don't have any notes. Hey, Blade, who should um who should become a cop? Oh, good question. Who? If it like the type of personality? Yeah, the, like like. Okay. Let, let's let's say the meaning in life. Let's say the meaning in life is to give yourself purpose, right? Let's say like. You wake up in the morning and, and you and you just you you want to have you want to have purpose because that kind of makes it so. As Glassman told me one time, if you have purpose, you can't you don't get sick, right? And um, yeah, purpose and, and, and give you, you're excited to wake up in the morning. What kind of person can find purpose in being a police officer? Right, and so um, well, in today's climate, it, it could be one of those be the change you want to see in the world type mm. people, mm. you know, because that's like almost that. a religious man or a spiritual man, a man of high values, person of high values. That's a great one. Cause in integrity is pretty much all you got. Like if, if you get caught lying on a police report or something, or even just lying around the department, that could be, that could be curtains for you because then man, I'll tell you what lawyers, boy, them, them boys will light your ass up in court. <laughs> or not even for that reason, how will you live with yourself? You don't want to be in a job. Like I tell my kids, I was playing tennis with my kid the other day, and I, I hit a ball, and it went in, and he called it out. And I walked up to the net, and he goes, I go, hey, dude, that looked like that was in. And he goes, hey, it's my call. And I go, I know it's your call, but I'm afraid that if you're not telling the truth that the rest of the game, that's going to be fucking in your mind. He's six, right? I'm like, that's going to be in your fucking mind, and you're going to have to be guarding that lie instead of like tr trying to beat me. He's like, it was in. I said, you're smart. Yeah, you don't want to have to guard it. You don't have to go to work every day or finish the game protecting a lie. Right. You don't want to be in it. I tell him all the time. I said, if you, anywhere you lie, then when you're in jujitsu and you're in a fight with another kid, instead of being able to give beat that kid up, you're going to be like protecting a lie. Don't mm -hmm. waste any energy protecting lies. It's stupid. And that shit, it, it gets hard. Like if you lie, then you have to, you know, put put a little dirt over that. And then uh -huh. you gotta put more dirt over that pile, then sweep that under the fridge, and then <laughs> then you get then you caught up, then, then you stuck. Especially Did they if somebody, teach you that in the academy. Uh, about and oh, 
Yeah, like, all, like on a deep level. I mean, I, I'm sure they say, hey, you can't lie. Or, but on a deep, does oh, anyone go on a deeper level with it? Like, gentlemen, you have to have integrity. Gentlemen, this will set you free. Gentlemen, this will leak over into the rest of your life. Gentlemen, here are some practices to work on your integrity. I just, is it, is it deeper than just a rule? You know what I mean? Because these are things people don't tell you. People are like, don't lie. It's wrong. It's like, no, there are some real practical reasons to fucking not lying. Right. I, I haven't gotten talked to about the how it could eat you from the inside yeah. or like on a spiritual level yeah. or anything like that but there was a some brass talked to me about it just before i even went into the academy just on how the, you know the snowball effect of it on on how it could just eat you alive and lead to another thing or just think about it, like not or whether lying stealing they're very close to each other you know we deal with a lot of drugs we deal with a lot of money and so oh fuck man Hundred dollars ain't bad. This man, this dope dealer, this dope dealer got how much? How much cash? Well, this 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 money, this money won't be missed. It's just gonna go here anyway, booked in the evidence, held here. Or, man, he's gonna post bail and have somebody get this money back from anyway. Hundred dollars won't hurt. A thousand dollars won't hurt. Whatever it may be, until it does. That that's mm -hmm. kind of my rebuttal answer. It's until it does, or until it does, until you don't. And that kind of keeps me, keeps me in the loop, keeps me in the game. Uh, Matt, uh, I've, I've, Matt Burns, uh, would Sevon make a good cop? We know he likes to call him. Isn't Matt Burns <laughs> the one whose wife we're supposed to, we're, we're going to uh, promote her products? Smart move, Matt. That way, keep fucking with me. <laughs> keep fucking with me. No, no, I'm just joking. Hey, Matt, I do want to get in contact with your wife, um, by the way. And I am very excited about... Um, uh, we'll help promote her stuff. By the way, no, um, no problem. You're you're a great listener. Speaking of calling the cops, I do call the cops a lot. I called the cops last week. I walked into the bathroom at the skate park in uh, Aptos, uh, California, and there was a crack pipe in there. And I could have easily just picked the crack pipe up and threw threw it, threw it away. But I called the cops because I wanted the cops to know that that shit's going on there. Yeah. Right. Right. And and the guy came and he was cool as shit, and we talked. Um, right or wrong, you think like these guys in the comments just want to call me a pussy all the time. <laughs> and you know what? There was a there was a time in my life where I hated cops, and I and I had it like that was one of my vows is to never call the cops, handle everything yeah. on my own. But I'm not like that anymore. I see a cop, I walk up, and I'm like, hey, thank you for. I have three boys, and it's you guys wandering the streets make me feel safe. Um, did I do the right thing? I saw a crack pipe in the bathroom and call the cops. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say you did the right thing. Oh, shit. <laughs> you're just saying that because you're on my show. I don't believe you. <laughs> He's like, fuck, I got to deal with this when you show up. <laughs> Throw it away, man. No, so. <laughs> don't you guys want to know? Don't you have to, do, like, don't you want to know that there's a crack so. pipe in, like, in your area so that, like, you could be like, okay, and then you, like, mark it somewhere, the 18th crack pipe found in this bathroom this week or some shit? <laughs> yeah, so, so your, your reason, your reason for calling is what kind of saved you because like you've you've dealt with and seen a lot of things and so tons of my friends that, used to have crack pipes i used to smoke weed out of a crack pipe I never smoked yeah. crack out of it but i used to smoke weed oh, out of it hold on my damn motion sensor drives a little bit <laughs> <laughs> let me i should i should let me grab a little here it's fine yeah i'm gonna grab this and just do this every once in a while do you have kids <laughs> grab, my daughter's, grab my daughter's little wad toy oh shit you do have kids okay I got, got three, three of them. Wow. Yeah. But all right. But anyway, so initially I was like, like, depending on who it is, 
Uh, hold on one second. On, look, on I want to look at how uh, Kenzie No Seven would not make a good cop with peace and love. It's a no dog. All right. Hey, okay. so let me let me attack. I've never that seen real her quick. before. Okay, so good. you would be. I think you'd be surprisingly with what just with your life experience, you'd be surprisingly relatable. Now, there's more than just that that goes into being a cop, but I think you'd manage better than a lot of people think off top. But then when it came to the things you have to do, <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure how you, I'm not sure how you deal. He's saying a good volunteer cop, like a good junior cop. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, hey, them, oh, I'm going to get you back for that, Blade. I got something for you. Blade, I always come armed to these shows. I got something for you. So, so wait a second. Let's go back to that. Did I not, did I not, should I not have called about the crack pipe? Should I just picked it up and thrown it away myself? No, it, it, it's not. But it, it's actually it's actually a good idea to call because if, if it if you didn't document it, it didn't happen. Yeah. Now, yeah. My, my the fact that somebody could have responded that that's cool because it's worse when you call and then you expect us to be there in twelve seconds, not knowing what else is going on in the, in the city. Yeah. Or what may be going on. Period. I didn't even expect them to show up, and they did show up like within minutes. But I didn't yeah. even expect them to show up. And so, so just for the fact that you, the reason you called is cool because, you know, you want documented and who knows, five years down the road, like, look, if we pull up these, how, how many drug related calls do we have at a skate park? Is this skate park supposed to be this? And no, we're not talking your innocent weed type stuff. We're talking, look, we have 76 fentanyl, fentanyl related incidences. 22 of those were overdoses. And we have eight-year-old kids coming here, you know, things so like that. So I could that. have saved some kid's life is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, down the road, possibly. You never know what the, where these ripples lead to. Mm. You know, okay, you know? let me tell you about these other cops. Okay, so that was that was two weeks ago. Let me tell you last week when I when I called the cops. A little different. A little different. Yeah, well, uh, I, I'm destroying my reputation here. Uh, Matt Burns, uh, I'm right here there with you, Sevy. I had a disdain for cops while in college uh, when I was arrested many times. Yeah, I was arrested a shitload of times. I was held fucking a hundred times in my life. I was, had to sit on a curb somewhere. Um, uh, so I was at this other skate park in Santa Cruz, different skate park. And it, I got there early in the morning. Uh, not that early, 930. It's, uh, it's a tough skate park. But if you go in the morning, there's no none of the tough guys are there. So I take my kids there in the morning. And I fucking pull up, and there's a dude fucking cleaning needles in the fucking drinking fountain. Oh, Lord. And I got to fucking walk by him with my kids, right? Oh. So so I don't call the cops, but five minutes later, I see there's a canal road that runs alongside the, uh, the, the, the skate park, Mike Fox Skate Park, and there's – uh, three patrol cars on the on the canal trail coming by slowly and the guys are looking for something so i run over there against the chain link fence i go hey dudes they're like hey what's up man i said hey i just saw uh, a dude cleaning uh, needles in the drinking fountain over here and then they came down and around and of course i had a picture of him because i snapped a picture of the dude and i showed him to him and they said yeah no problem we'll keep our eyes open for him thank you what about that was that okay listen people you assholes don't <laughs> judge me i'm making myself vulnerable vulnerable <laughs> What do you think about that one? But yeah, oh, especially since you're just like, oh yeah, hey, just just a heads up, you know? Yeah, what I mean? like, just a heads up, like, hey, what's up? up? And I just thank them for what they do. Just a heads up, yeah. Yeah, not the end of the world. The the part that sucks is like 
about these guys judging me for fucking ha- being friends with the cops. That part sucks. <laughs> hey, I know they are. I'm even are. feeling a little bit of it from you, Blade. You're like, he's a snitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's just, that's just your, you're just projecting someone. It's all good. We love okay. You. All right. Thank all you, good. Caesar. All right. All right. I, see, I see Caleb even there kind of pushing his way from the chair. Where, I didn't know I was with a snitch two years ago. No, no, so. Community leader. So am I... <laughs> There, there may be leader. I like that. I need a shirt, Travis. It, it's just so when you when you we're out there, we, we we do and see so many things that the normal person shouldn't see, and so some of it we forget is like a, a big deal to people. Now to you, it's not the biggest deal. You're just trying to love, know you're trying to keep things safe, but you forget that. Oh man. Susie's never seen a crack pipe before. She did like this. Right, this might right. have jarred her whole world. She, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? It's uh, sometimes it's it, it's easy to forget that, and quite frankly, unfortunately, a, a needle in and of itself, not a crime. Right. Uh, a, a a glass pipe in and of itself, not a crime. Now it's the it's the stacking of these things, of these coincidences. Like, oh, you just have to have a glass pipe with that substance in it, with burn marks, it, it, things with this certain smell, things like that, that make it a crime. And so a lot of times people will be, oh, hey, just so you know, there's a, there, there's a guy sitting behind there with his sleeping bag. It's like, oh, okay. And then they expect you to just <laughs> turn the lights on. <laughs> hey and for all i know that guy was just a fucking type 2 diabetic right right and so and so sometimes it's like all right well cool thank you for letting us know and then got to keep it moving from there because especially in the current state we're in um let me think about how you, you just have to tread carefully on a situation because a lot of times if things happen even if you even if you're doing your best just to keep people safe and something just gets thrown uh, uh, something gets thrown in your lap a soup sandwich gets thrown in your lap then you might be holding an l more than just oh i got put on paid leave or i got put on days on the beach you know that's unpaid leave you know it might be a situation where you're getting where your family's situation your ability to put food on the table your ability to not be in jail are affected. You know, like things things are changing. It's um, witch hunt might be aggressive. So I'm not saying it, it's like kind of a, a witch hunt because sometimes, you know, these wrongs need to be righted on a serious level. But to say that a target, that it doesn't feel like a target's on our backs a little bit bigger than ever before, I think, I'm speaking for myself. That that seems accurate. Oh, I forgot my little disclaimer. Everything I say this podcast is I do not represent all police officers, all everywhere, all SWAT, or anything like that. You just represent yourself. Correct. Uh, um, uh, There's a shortage of police officers, right? (sighs) Yeah. So it used to be like when I got in, it was it was hard to see who was hiring. It was hard to find places hiring. It was like, God dang. Or then you would put in places and you would go to test and then you'd be in a full-on cafeteria with a bunch of seats 
you know, almost elbow to elbow taking tests. Now I haven't been in any of, any of those, but it, it's been a long streak of people hiring, people um, or people moving, things like that. People are lateraling out depending on the city. Now I'm I'm fortunate enough to work in a city where our community appreciates us and and we kind of reflect each other well. Now just like every city, there's some L's. You know, we hold some L's, things like that. But I work in a place where the community to officer engagement is pretty, pretty solid. But there's there's other places where it's not like that. And like I said, now if you if you mess up, it could be not just you getting in trouble, getting getting slapped uh, on the wrist at work. It could be some serious stuff. And so when you weigh that risk and reward, and it it, it doesn't quite line up. Then people are like, "Fuck this shit, I'm out." <laughs> yeah, well, the thing is, the thing is, is you're putting your you 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 want society to have your back because you're putting so much at risk. So you it, put it yourself in life and death situations, and you'd like a. I would like. I'm not. I shouldn't speak for you. I would like society to give cops way more room, and and patience and um, compassion. Since they since they're putting themselves in so many high pressure situations day in and day out from the second they wake up from the second they put their fucking gun on their on their hip, just like you said, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, Susie Joe might see a crack pipe and she's never seen one before. That's like 90 percent of people. But I 95 percent of the population, you could pull out your revolver and touch them with the butt of it and they would faint. That's how scared they are of guns. And yet they want they we need you to strap that thing fucking to you and be responsible for it while you walk around on the streets. It's crazy. It's a it's a it's a slippery slope because they I almost feel like there is necessary for there to be a respectful level of fear. Not just like a bu- not a bully level of fear, like from an intimidation standpoint, but just like hey. This person's locked in. This person's squared away. Um, I should listen to this person because, in the greater, they're really looking out for my best interest in an overall standpoint. Or I agree with you. I agree with you one hundred percent. Gain some perspective, but it, it feels like that respective fear is fading into the abyss a little bit. Hey, not, not completely. Because more often than not, I think it's coming back. Though I think it's coming it, back. Exactly. That's what I said. More more often than not. People are locked in and squared away. It's just social media highlights mm-hmm. a lot of the FTP culture. You know what I mean? Ooh, oh, and, uh, uh, I don't. Well, so you know what? That's you what know, we see. Well, my my algorithm shows the need for cops more than ever, and, and we'll get to that in a second. My algorithm is just shows me so much fucking crazy shit. Like I see shit on my Instagram every day that I know you're not gonna like this, but um that person just needs to be just shot. <laughs> like, 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 like I said, I sent you a video of someone holding a Roman candle, firing it at a police car. I, I say, shoot that person down. Right. <laughs> and and, and uh, you got to think like that. That's a deadly weapon. Yeah. What, what you were talking right. about that, that thing yeah. looked like a whole ass bazooka. I, yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if it's because I'm a square or, or, or I was too busy playing sports or whatever it may be, but I ain't never seen no shit like that in my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't. That thing, um, that thing was big, this damn big. Go, pow, pow, pow. Yeah, that was crazy. Let me and, see if and I people can. Ch- so, but then so then something happens, right? And what do you expect? 
that's that, that would be kind of my that's kind of the answer like yeah what do people say play stupid games win stupid prizes yes yes yeah yes. it's not that it's not that simple anymore you know what i mean that you feel like it should be okay this led to this good eight one plus one equals two but somehow we're like whoa, 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 whoa. what what's in between the ones you know what I mean? And so then, oh, but you shouldn't have been there in the first place. Well, yes, yeah. I should have. And oh man, it's it's wild. Yeah, this this is it right here, right? Yeah. This is show, it. Show. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't have any. I don't have any tolerance for that. I don't have any tolerance for that. A zero, zero tolerance for that. And no. so. What if what if one of the I don't know how cars work, but what if something happened and that caused that car to ignite? Hey, there's another viral video going around. I don't know if you've seen it, where they're lighting fireworks in the front yard and one goes underneath the gas tank of a fucking car. Yeah. Bro, and, it, and all it, the people are family? sitting on the fucking all yeah, the family's sitting on the lawn and a lady grabs a fucking baby and has to run with it. And I'm like, dude. <laughs> yeah. And Stopping things before hey. they happen ain't cool anymore. You know what I mean? What did you say? Stopping things before they happen yeah. aren't cool because they didn't happen yet. And so right. therefore you're there for no reason. You're you're doing this like it. So for example, that's that same little firework party. So many Sydney ordinances. I can't say all, but so many Sydney ordinances have it in writing that fireworks are illegal or subject to fine or whatever. Right. So let's say Let's say Joe Cop goes riding by that same family situation. For those who haven't seen it, it's a family sitting in like a front yard. Yeah. Just having a good old jolly old time. Not even lighting like the illegal fireworks going crazy. Crazy ones. Just the ones, the boxes on the ground yeah. and shit. Yeah. And so they, they light something and but it, it, it malfunctioned. That they it's a puke and landed under <laughs> like the bed of a truck in a driveway. Yeah. Now yeah. why they lit it so close, I'm not sure. I'm a middle of the street kind of guy. But <laughs> um, they it goes under and exactly what you think would happen kind of in Hollywood happens like this yeah one, yeah this, one, this thing caught some kind of fluid under the truck and a big old explosion came and luckily people got out of, got out of Dodge before it got real but I just wanted to paint that picture so then Joe Cop comes by and God damn, we're to do with my wave. Hold on. <laughs> I like it. I like it how you keep disappearing like that. Hey, this like is about to get me. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Just so you know, every time you see that, you've wasted 10 minutes of your life watching this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was doing a good job remembering to do this for a minute, but then I got I got caught up. <laughs> but uh anyways, so the Joe Cop goes by just trying to be by the book guy. You know, that there's a balance of cops. You got the by the book guy, then you got the oh, that's not that big a deal guy. And then, then you got a bunch of people in between. And so Joe Cop comes by and wants to stop them. And the parents are like, oh, no. Oh. Then all of a sudden, he's the worst cop in the whole world. Or one dad wants to have a dick, a dick measuring contest. And somehow, I don't know how it would happen, but somehow the cop gets in a use of force with the dad because he didn't want to comply. And now it's painted. Cop whoops dad's ass in front of four-year-old. Yeah. Kids are on the video. <laughs> and, and then all you see, the only part you see is the cop in the fight with the dad with the, with his real wrestling or the cop gets his ass whooped. And now there's three more cops there. It, can you see how just easily 
Yeah. It snowballs. Yeah. All because the cop was trying to stop the truck from blowing up and possibly messing up a four-year-old. Yeah. yeah. Trying yeah. to be proactive. Doesn't pay. Right. Uh, Sevon, do you brag to your friends that you have a black friend who's a cop? <laughs> <laughs> I would. I would. I would. I would brag about black friends and cop friends and gay friends. I'm that guy. So I got these three black guys who are my friends. I'm, yeah, I'm totally that guy. I got these three gay friends. I know these two dykes. They love me. <laughs> I, would tell, I would tell all that shit. Yeah, I love I love my eclectic group of people. I got this Indian dude who owns a liquor store. Fucking, he's the coolest dude ever. He always gives my kids the old bottles so my kids can roll them in their rock tumbler. Yeah, every I love I love ethnicity and race. I love all that shit. I don't me, like how hey, it's been weaponized, talk, but too. I love all that. Hey, me too, because it's like yeah, I love Greek the, women with big old noses and fucking huge heads and fucking broad <laughs> skinny shoulders. Fucking love all that. So, so I was gonna lean into it. I love black people with their big lips. And- I do. I do. I love that too. I love all that too. Love a black woman with a huge butt. What this? I love every woman with a huge butt. No, I, I think, I think that range is, is cool. It's good to have that range, and it's good to acknowledge it because then you just got some bland ass people. Bland yeah. as regulars. No, you. Hey, want, dude, a zebra and the horse is the same fucking animal, and I fucking love a zebra. I love a zebra. And so it's like, it's okay to like, it's okay to admire people for their different ethnicities and make it. Everyone loves a fucking skinny Somali guy who's seven foot one. The head looks like a shovel. Like everyone's like Manute Bull. You remember that dude? Oh yeah. Everyone loved him. Holy shit. I I ever tell you about uh, in college when a girl was digging in, she was digging her heels into, I don't see color. Uh huh. Oh, and, it, it, like this. It, it, and me me and my friend were her partner in like this group project and he's darker than me and we're like oh we'll, we'll call her l without saying that well l no, no i get that you don't care that we happen to be black and you're going to treat yeah. us like equals but you see color no no i don't know what color you guys are i was like l <laughs> i was like all right so here's the deal l we're gonna play a game I just, me, I just punched you in the face and ran away. You don't know me. I'm a stranger. I just came, punched you in the face yeah, and I like ran this. away. And the police came and asked for my description. What you about to tell them? <laughs> we're, we're on a college campus with a bunch of college, and I hang out with college athletes with similar builds. So so, so even my high weight aren't going to yeah. help too much. Yeah. yeah. But what, so we're either running back or linebacker or something. <laughs> right. And so that, that was when we finally got her in there and she didn't even acknowledge that she would have to say black or dark skin. Cause even when you say black now, people think it's funny. But one of my first questions, somebody say a black male, I go, well, are we talking me black or Steph Curry black? Right. Cause that could change the whole dynamic of your search. Yeah. So that's another one, even within the uniqueness, there's uniqueness. It's so just overcorrected on this whole, Oh, I don't, I don't see it. Uh, it's, it's a little aggressive. A little bit of
I'm Peach. Bro. Yep. She's Peach. <laughs> She's Peach. My daughter. Uh, hey, She's fucking Peach. Peach. I remember being four years old. I am not black. Just, just like old girl. I, I am brown. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. Probably about that age, actually. Because you, you know care what? Because you care what words? Uh, you words mean? Okay, you ready? I'm gonna give you a fucked up scenario. You ready for this Uh-oh. one, Blake? Here we go. Pedophilia is illegal, right? Yes. Today, I no. saw. I saw. I saw the CDC is now calling breastfeeding chest feeding. Have you seen this? <laughs> Oh lord! Just just released a couple days ago, and now they're 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 actually um, getting behind um, uh, medications that would allow men to lactate so they could breastfeed. And and you started the show by saying things have changed, right? Like the the, the landscape is changing. Yeah. What do you do, what do you do if you're a cop and you get called? And they're like, hey, that guy's a pedophile. And you're like, well, what did he do? And you're like, he's pushing that, ba- making that baby suck his tits. <laughs> so, like, it's a fucked up. Like, 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 this shit's unfolding in real time. <laughs> These aren't even isolated cases now. They're just popping up on Instagram now for me. Shitloads of them. And right. I'm like, well, the, here's a good question, Kenneth. Uh, what does the center of disease control have to do with breastfeeding? The fucking great question. <laughs> I have no not. fucking idea. But what the fuck is Blade supposed to do? Right. So now, so now you walk up there and you're like, "Sir, uh, you can't, you can't force a child uh, to suck on your tits." And uh, he's like, "It's ma'am." And and, and, and yeah, you're like, like, what, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Yeah, you, you're, um, <laughs> hey, dude, you're in California. You're about to see one of those this afternoon. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's like, hey, dude, I want to tell you something, and I and please, anyone, any, any, I'm totally open to being wrong, but I don't care whether you're gay, straight, lesbian. Everyone wants tits in their mouth. Every <laughs> everyone loves titties. Gay guys love titties. Straight guys love titties. Lesbian. Everyone loves boobs. Boobs are just awesome. I don't think anyone I don't think anyone wants to be breastfed by a man. I, I definitely don't. don't. I don't think anyone I don't think anyone does. I don't look at Audrey. Look at I'll, I'll look at our first wrong. look I love titties. Yeah, there you go. There's a straight woman. Sorry, I, I didn't even include straight women in my story. And so like what are you going to do? How do you, how, are, there are that can't be the only thing that's come up in your world like that, right? Now it's like uh like what do you do? Let me give you a little easier question. A, a man, a man, you arrest a man, but he says he's a woman. What do you do with him? Mm. Where do you take him? Like, let's say um, he's breaking into a, um, uh, let's say he's um, taking change off of a parking meter. You, you see he's hitting a parking meter with a sledgehammer and you, and you arrest him. And it's clearly a dude, right? Yeah. But he says he's a woman. What do you do with him? Well, luckily for me, yeah, that's a jail and intake thing. I arrest the person. Oh, you, you okay. Know, you're a man or woman. What you, about you, frisking you, them? What if they're like, "Hey, I want a woman to frisk frisk me." Yeah, that that and that's an unfortunate situation for some women officers. They might have to drive their ass smooth across the city. Um, Even though he's got a penis, it, he can still ask for a woman. It's mainly it's mainly if if feasible. 
Because like one one cool part is we got body. If I was a chick and some dude demanded me to frisk him, I would fucking squeeze his balls so hard he'd never ask for a woman again. <laughs> it's fucking nuts, dude. It's so completely inappropriate. No, but there's times where like if if I'm in a situation where I gotta search somebody and it, and uh, more often than not it's a timely thing. You know, a lot of times it doesn't make sense to wait because if you're searching somebody, it might be for weapons. And if you're just sitting there and they have a suspected weapon, it might come back and get you. You mean and regardless so, if it's man or woman? If you thought a woman had a knife, you would search her anyway? Yeah. Well, yeah. A freaking six-year-old with a weapon could hurt me if I'm not right, ready. Right, you know what I mean? Right. right. And, so, and so that's where our body cameras come into, come into play a lot because then it highlights how legit you were actually being versus any false allegations that there may be. There was a situation where I made sure, like my partner was searching, searching a woman and I just happened to be standing um, facing both of them, you know, and that's how it should be. But a lot of times, you know, you might be watching your own back, what looking around. So your camera's doing this because it's, it's on our chest. Your camera's doing this, but I just happened to be fixed on them, watching him search her and then, and then, you know, hitting around like this. And later on, it came out that there was a complaint on him that he sexually harassed her, but it was it went nowhere because my camera clearly showed that it was good to go, like a hundred percent. Why do you think she did that? Oh, just just taking Money? a shot. Oh, do you think you do you think that she really thought she was sexually harassed? Uh, no, no. Like that—that's—that's that's me in my not in her head, but right. ain't no way. Like, don't flatter. Imagine yourself. ruining you know someone's life ain't for no, that. Imagine ruining no someone's life to, for that. Like, I—I am not—I am not trying to sexually harass you. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're not. You're not my type, sweetheart. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's um, that's a tough one. I default. Uh, maybe it, I, I don't know. I always default to the woman's telling the truth, and that and that's that's not a bad starting point because because you don't want a world where you just poo pooing whatever they say, mm-hmm. and, right? And, and then bad things, and that's you. And I I appreciate you saying that because you got three boys. Now, I mean, yeah. I got three daughters, so I'm definitely. Oh, what the? Where are you at? You yeah, know yeah. Mean? But then at the same time, you have to have pause because you've seen, you know, or not you, but I've seen and learned that there's also a lot of false allegations out there. And those could ruin somebody's those life. Those will ruin so someone's life. People don't care about not people. A lot of times the fact that the allegations were false don't even come to light. It's all about the allegations on the front end and then you are crucified for however long until the evidence comes out that you didn't do anything right and then by then you've lost you're, oh it you're, doesn't I, even matter you, you know Once what i'm saying been, yeah dude i mean that was this that was the thing um with the little new york times section about me anyone could have gone and watched the podcast with stacy tovar that they fucking painted me as a fucking creep and an asshole. Anyone could have gone and watched it. 
And the thing too, Blade, is is that when they accused me of shit in the paper, I didn't even go back and watch it because I was afraid they were right. Yeah. It wasn't until years later that Andrew Hiller made a video and was like, this is what he got in trouble for? And I was like, holy fuck, that was, I'm actually really fucking cool and nice. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. And that's why I'm a black man. <laughs> because I feel guilty even when I'm not, right? That's one of the... Uh... <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, Audrey, we had our first transgender at Gold's. Audrey works at Gold's Gym. Uh, we don't have a family bathroom. He gets to go into the women's just waiting for the southern women to burn it down. Mm. Mm. Oh, man. And so, so Stay ready, the- Blade. Oh, that's some good. Look at Audrey. Audrey's on fire in the comments today. Stay ready. You know? Yeah, you can. You can. You can opt for the opposite sex to frisk you. That's basically you can. The guy. And that's ridiculous. Yeah, it, 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 yeah, it's an actual thing. Like, oh, I don't want. But I'm not. I'm also so just for transparency. I'm not. I'm also not going to paint us as these good old Eagle Scouts, because I. I guess. I guess I was naive, because when I hear about some of the things that cops get hung up for, and like actually doing, not just accused for, but actually doing them. What? Hold on. Hold on. What? You know what I mean? And then I'm like, am, am I naive or is this for real? Well, you they're know? just people. They're just people, right? They're just people. Well, like I'm talking people with shit, authority. Shit, I can't. Like there was an officer who I forgot what kind of call he responded to, but he's in a house. He's either in a house or an apartment, and he just starts beating his meat. And there's miners in there and everything. Start beating his. What? I'm like, what? Like, and in my what head, what city was that? What city was that? I, I think it was San Jose. If you, if, oh motherfucker! <laughs> hey, do you do you remember the guy's name by any chance? Not that I um, want you to say it, but I, do you remember it? I don't. No, I don't. Hundred percent, I don't. Susa, Sorry. do you think that cop was a black cop, a white cop, or a Mexican cop? White, black, black. Yeah, it, white. Yeah, <laughs> I can say too. Not black. Please don't do that. No hesitation. No. <laughs> Do you know if he was a black cop, a white cop, or a Mexican cop? I uh, know he was. He, he wasn't a brother. He wasn't brother. Yeah, brothers don't do that. So mm-hmm. much. Um, but yeah, I don't. Are you? Oh, <laughs> oh thank you. <laughs> oh, look! It takes a woman to be like you know. You could just turn hey, the light on in here. Yeah, you're hey. So. <laughs> You know, you, there's a switch over here. Oh, look, there oh, he is. Fucking it. Mexican Dominguez. Babe. Oh, I thought it was my dude. Matthew Dominguez. Hey, only accused, not not found guilty. Right, right, so I, right, told right. Myself, I told myself I was about to stay out the comments, but I just opened it. This damn poor boy. This stupid ass boy. Poor boy said, like tenderizing a steak or pulling out his penis aggressively. <laughs> Maybe he just itched. Maybe he just itched. <laughs> Oh Lord, but all right, never. I digress. Let me let me refocus. Uh, yeah, how aggressive was it? You know. Hey, do you know uh, Pool Boy? Have you guys trained together? Do you know him? No, nah, but I. No. It's it's one of those six degrees of separation kind of things. Like I know right. somebody who was a a homeboy with him. I know of him. You know, strong like strong dudes know like, strong dudes. Exactly. Like if he, if he was crossfitting hard, then you know, then you run into people. Yeah. Okay. Um, he, he's, he's cracking from what I know. 
What, what he's fun, that's for sure. Hey, yeah. what what um uh, what what's the status? What let's talk about uh fitness uh for the police officers. What mm. can you get so um fat that you lose your job? Could you get so out of shape that they fire you? If you can, have you ever heard of that? Yeah, I was gonna say if you can, I haven't seen it. Yeah, you know, like maybe get so out of shape that you should is a different right. is a different realm but at so some point you're, you're a carbohydrate addict right just like like so if you were addicted to methamphetamine you can't be addicted if they found out you were addicted to methamphetamines as a cop that's a bad fired. day yeah <laughs> that's, but if that's you're addicted to carbohydrates day. and you put on 300 pounds and you could barely hey is there any weird shit have you seen any, you know like um uh you get onto a plane and they'll they have extra seat belts for uh fat people is there any yeah. shit like or like now wheelchairs are like crazy wide um, or like the x-ray machines at the hospital? They got like huge ones now that you can like stuff the 400 pounders in. Do yeah. you have you seen any stuff like that in your field like uh, for, for cops like obese cops? So it's only for in writing. I think it's for um, it's for your your gun belt. But there's a seatbelt extender. There but is. I, I, I don't like it. I don't like it. So like it's it's probably like this long right here, and you you put yeah you you know you click it into your seatbelt, and it makes it so your seatbelt click goes out here. And yeah, I guess there's practicality to it, but me and a lot of other in shape officers don't like it. I don't know an officer who happens to be in decent shape that does like it. And so that's but that that'd be the only accommodation specifically for size that I see. But even that, it's not for not for size, you know. It's more so for, for because because if you're if you're right-handed, you don't want your seatbelt to clip onto your gun. Mm -hmm. But to our credit, I haven't really seen much like over-the-top accommodations just for the sake of being hella do big. You, do you see any fat cops? I don't. Uh, I'm Sean here is saying, if I needed to get away from cops in my town, I would 100% turn into a foot race. Probably average 45 to 60 percent body fat on our officers i i don't have fat officers in my town in santa so Cruz. funny that you say that because a few years ago my entire team would um join me for a workout before shift and they were you know we have four day work weeks at a time and it was probably a 75 75 percent attendance rate wow and uh i happened to be first on scene for one of the few calls that warrants a foot race or a foot chase. And so I'm, I'm running. And then a couple of my, the other boys come, they park and then we're in like a, we're in like three deep in a foot chase and, and we got them. And uh, I remember thinking, oh, he chose the wrong shift. <laughs> all the time, all the time we try to dip, he chose the wrong, he chose the wrong one and he chose the wrong group. <laughs> I, there was a video, uh, I don't know, it's 10 years ago, of a cop who's in a foot race in a field, and he catches the guy, and um, he stands over him, and he goes, I CrossFit, dude. Did yep. you ever see that footage? I, I did, but... It was in a big crazy. field, like behind a high school. He just in the wide open chases a dude down. I said that, so I yelled that to some probably like 13-year-olds uh -huh. who, uh, who were starting to run. I said, I yelled, I'm in shape. I got all day. And they started, but they uh, they stopped. <laughs> <laughs>
Hey, what happens when they stop like that? Are you cool with them? Like, like, do you give them a little bit of like, is there a little bit of love there? Like that they stop? Like, yeah, or yeah so like, I'm a, I'm a person, you know what I'm saying? That's what I remind people. Like, if, if, if you stab me, that shit gonna hurt. I'm not RoboCop. You know what I mean? And depending on, depending on, um, like the level of what we're dealing with, we can pull things back. You know, if I can, I will. You know, because you might, it's like equity. It's karma. You know? And so if you, if you're, you might be somebody's first encounter with, with, with a police officer. And then if you go about it, come incorrect or come sideways, that could be, that, that could ruin, that could domino into so many things. Now, but there's a balance because if you get got, then you look like a sucker and then you need to learn to find that balance down the road. I learned that as a rookie. But yeah, I catch these kids, you know, you catch up to them. What the hell's wrong with you? You knew you, you, you watch too much TV. You know, the running from the cops ain't cool. What yeah. if you jumped into the wrong backyard and got eaten up by a pit bull? You know, very little things like that. So you, you just have these little conversations with them. Try to avoid going into too far into lecture mode just so you don't lose them. And then keep it moving. Get to the point where they, they learn something. And then sometimes you do got to bring the hammer down because you kind of read the room and know oh, this is a this is a POS or uh, this ain't this person's first rodeo or they're, they're not even trying to meet with me and level with me right here. Or they're not taking any accountability. It's every situation is different, which kind of segues into, you know, like foot chases and things like that. Hold on. Tell them about the kids that do the AA. Okay. Close the door. <laughs> what do you mean? She's advising you. Tell her to leave the yeah, door open. What are you talking about? Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll She's helping you out. She's helping yeah. you out. What the fuck? All right. So, wow. Right, so, he just kicked someone. I'll, he kicked out his best his his partner. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna hit that. I'm gonna hit that right now. But um, that you can hit that after the show. You, said, you can hit that after the show. No, I'm gonna hit it right after this. When yeah, people, yeah. Good. You said what kind of people should be cops or whatever. I remember in my oral interview, I said, uh, "Dang, I just tossed the alley oop to the comment section talking about oral." <laughs> and hitting but, uh, that, I was you, I you. You were taking hitting that differently than I was. I thought you should in, hit it after my, the show. My oral interview. I remember like one of the questions was something along the lines of, "Why do you, you know why do you want to be a police officer or whatever?" And growing up, I view, I view cops, firefighters, all of them. I view them as protectors. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and so that those are also the types of people that need to become, well, not need to, but that I think would be good. The ones that still legitimately feel that they are protecting, you know, feel that they are there serving a purpose to protect this group from this group. Because right, right here you have somebody with bad intentions and right here you have somebody unsuspecting possibly never been in a fight in their life and the only thing stopping that from happening is the middle ground or even the only thing to stop it continuing from happening because a lot of times we're responding to things and the only thing that stops it from continuing to happen is that middle ground or like you like you to call it the social contract i never heard of a social contract but before uh i knew what one was but I never heard anybody talk about the social contract before you mentioned that. 
Like what and we so do, like are, you don't put, like you don't park your car in front of your mailbox. You put yeah. your trash cans out facing the right way. A police officer turns his sirens on. Everyone pulls over to the right. Exactly. Little Don't be a fucking like idiot and block the fire the fire driveway. You know, just right. like some simple shit. And so I'm um. And that's now, why some people are better than other people. By the way, they say no one's better than anyone. Like, don't walk around thinking that you're better than anyone. But if you see someone doing dumb shit, you're better than them. Like, like, <laughs> like, there's there like if you see someone break a bottle on a, on on public land, you're better than that. Like on a sidewalk somewhere, you're better than that person. That person's a douchebag. Yeah, like I, I I see I see what you mean. Like it it it's a it's a flow chart of choices. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, exactly. Yes. You're littering you're littering is fucking crazy like we all live here like what are you doing throwing shit hey, out your car window i'll get to that story in a second about old girl said i'm better than people who don't put their weights away and that makes me laugh because i i look at that <laughs> as secret training so if i'm in a class i try to put my stuff away and try to put other people's rep stuff away because think of how many i'm like jokes on you guys i'm making games like when people right, dumbbells right, out right i just stole your farmer's carry you know what i'm saying <laughs> so it, it, it's a it's a two-sided i actually have a workout partner at, at work who uh we rush to put our weights away so we could try to put the other dudes weights away take each other's gains <laughs> <laughs> uh, public service announcement put your weights away uh while you're still warm don't like don't fuck around don't wait 10 minutes because you that, i've been hurt doing that i've literally been hurt doing that but uh she wanted me to tell a story about um so I'm driving, I'm driving home. I'm off duty. I'm driving home and uh <laughs> I see a shadowy figure in the into the abyss going like this. And I think to myself, this motherfucker better not have. And right before I can even finish the thought, <laughs> right on my car. And I don't know what these kids thought was gonna happen. Or if they thought they were in a dark, secluded area, because it was what, what kind of car were you in? You weren't in your cop uh, car. No, no, no. Oh, hell. I was in my 2011 Honda. Okay. <laughs> oh, and, uh, sister car to Suze's car. It, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's so, <clears throat> it's so I whack, pulled to the side. I leave the car on and everything. My car could have gotten stolen. I was very short. <laughs> I was not thinking ahead of time. But open my door and I go and they start splitting. And I go and I kind of yelled a similar thing. I'm like, Hey, I'm gaining on you. Better stop running. I'm in shape. <laughs> Talking shit while you're chasing him now. <laughs> yep. And, 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 like, and they split. And so then I can't. He, he's a boy. Couldn't be but 11 years old. And I stop him. And I go, all right. Who? I go, you really going to leave your boy here like that? I go, hey, whoever's with you is a sucker. See? Yeah. Sucker. And, the, and the, But, hey, lo and behold, it was his older sister. And she was scared out of her mind and came back. Now, look, I'm, you know, I'm 6'1", about 230. I'd be scared too. Yeah, they don't know you're a cop, do they? Uh, no, they don't. Clothes and, and they don't. Yeah. <laughs> and so, <laughs> and so they brought up, and so she comes back. I go sit down. I go. All right, here's the deal. I'm trying to get home, but we about to go back to this car and find out what happened. We are gonna find out if it's actually any paint damage. We, I, I ain't trying to call no police or anything like that. We just gonna call your folks. However. We're going to give this phone number one try. You better hope to God that whoever we call either A, answers, or B, is actually your parent who could come get you because the next one's just going to be the police because I don't got time to be playing with y'all. Mm. 
it, and it worked out, and the egg just washed off, and we were good. But <laughs> did you call their parents? Hell yeah! And did the parents come down? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. You know, and and a lot like for example, like were the parents cool? Yeah, parents are cool, and and it's that same situation. Um, that same situation I told you where you kind of read the room. Yeah. Because some parents would just roll their eyes and then you know that it's a lost cause. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, you know, if, if, like I dealt with kids on the streets where I know like they, their eyes are this big. And so I get them to that, to that threshold and then bring it back. Yeah. And then go from there. But it, it's a great situation when you catch one of them and then they're, all their friends dip. You go, you see that? Look at them running, just leaving you here out to dry. Mm-hmm. Suckers. I want you to keep this in mind when y'all about to do some stupid shit. You know what I mean? And you think it's a good idea and these dudes got your back. You guys are ride or die. Look, where are they at right now? Suckers. Mm-hmm. Damn, such a Get power. Your, come, come over here. Come sit in the car real quick. Yeah, and then you go from there. Blade, um, all this stuff that I'm seeing in the Bay Area, is it real? Um, all these Walgreens and CVS is closing down and, and people going in there with like just shopping bags and just loading shit up. And you just see like, you know, all the Asian employees just standing around filming it. Um, is that is that real? Is that really is that is that a reality in the Bay Area? I mean, I'm looking here. It looks like CVS and Walgreens are just leaving San Francisco like you just can't stay in business there because yeah, we're rampant. We're not to that level, but the way so many people are so happy and corporations got so much bread just to shut people up without causing a stir or whatever it may be. Employees are advised not to act. You know what I mean? Because then it's a they even get sword. fired. Did you see a Lululemon that employees got fired for trying to yeah, stop or, a, a criminal? Or I've dealt with thefts where the employee didn't want to deal with um. I guess it's like kind of. Yeah, they don't do it. <laughs> 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 hey, Camilo gave us more leeway. Um, where employees didn't want to press charges for robbery because if they, because they tried to stop the theft and they like just wanted it to go away. Right. And it turns the it like turned the employee in their mind into a suspect. Like, oh, I shouldn't have stopped them. And so a lot of times, oh shit, I didn't even think about to that. Do anything. Yeah, they're they're told not to do do anything, and then if they do something, there, yeah, they're in trouble. Or if somebody gets <laughs> there's someone at the same time, there's some loss prevention officers, full on Terry Tate office linebacker, boom, <laughs> over some damn <laughs> over a damn Hurley T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. They, I they agree. like, oh, I've been waiting my, I've been waiting my whole life for this moment. <laughs> you know, they, they did, they didn't get to play. You know, they made, they made the team, but didn't get to play in high school. And they've been waiting That's seven right. years for this moment. Is 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 um is a crime is um a crime in stores at all time high uh, uh what's it called um what is that called like commercial crime or uh, theft um, is- um yeah yeah like uh what, what, what? retail it, just, it retail looks theft. like retail theft it looks like in the Bay Area you can just do whatever you want yeah well because I don't even know how many times it's not called on you right know what I mean? right like and so from what I from just what I see. You know, it happens quite often. Is that just from what I said? I need to get up on these comments. 
<laughs> from what I see, somebody asked if this was your dead bar. <laughs> I know they're assholes in there. Don't read it. Don't yeah, read it. Be careful. You're never but, safe. But, You're never safe. Get just, the, just the things that I see, you know, there's a lot. And so I don't even know what doesn't get called on because it was only higher than nine years ago or only that. Yeah. Yeah. And more brazen. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just like more, just more like, uh, all right. Well, yeah. where'd you go? Cause they, my, my girl always jokes with me cause she tells me I would have a blast if I was homeless. And quite frankly, it's true. Like, I'm not going to tell you my documentary idea just in case I ever need to do it. I don't want somebody else to, to steal it from me. Yeah. But with how easily entertained I am yeah. and how enabling we have become, I feel like I would have an absolute, I would be shredded without a care in the world every day that I woke up if I was homeless. And then, who knows? I might be, I could be completely wrong, but that's my thought. And so... It's the when when the risk there's a there's a risk reward balance at scale. No, like Thanos said, they, they need to be balanced. And so on one side you have risk, one side you have reward. And if it's too far skewed in either direction, then there's a problem. You know what I mean? So if you steal a box of Tic Tacs, you shouldn't be executed. You know we shouldn't be this way. But on this way, if you absolutely have no fear of repercussions of robbing somebody or steal it or, or tuning somebody up, then that's, that's a bad day too. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, it's important for that risk reward balance to restore itself. Now, are we ever going to be at a perfect level? Probably not. Perfection. That, that's unreasonable to ask, but we need that thing to stay within here. And I just get afraid that it starts and then we need to pendulum back. Homeless. What do you think about this statement? Homeless people are addicts, and addicts their their job is stealing. Well, generally speaking, a lot of times it happens because I've met. You know, there's some homeless people that just be, just be homeless, just just cause. You know, like they got tired of A, B, C, and D. Don't do don't do any drugs. Just keep it moving. Work. You know, under the door. Work little contractor jobs. Things like that. But then when, like, yeah, when you said addicts, a lot of times um, homeless people and addicts get bunched in the same thing. And addicts definitely, yeah, they're, it's that's their job. That's their job, it's, stealing shit. It's their Walk. job to steal to support their habit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that, that's, that's their purpose in life. Every day, all of us who live in areas where there's homeless people, meaning addicts, everyone you drive by, those are all criminals. Those are career criminals. Those are like... I need to get high. I'm going to climb into this backyard. I'm going to take this bike. I'm going to sell it for a rock, and then I'm going to chill. I'm going to take right. the rest and of the then, afternoon and off. And then if, if I get caught, what you going to do? Throw me in jail. I'll be out, whatever. And that's yeah. where the risk reward needs to line up. Because yeah. Yeah. If, you need to do this, if you need to do this, this, and this, and you know all three of them are wrong, but on the other end, there's no like reason not to, why not? You know, like, oh, what you going to do? Give me a shelter and a meal. Oh, you know what I mean? I'm homeless anyway. Uh, Stephen Flores, this is a, this is a weird one, but I I I, I don't oh, disapprove. I love I love me with with the scenario being correct. I love me some homeless folks. I stop and talk to them all the time. You know, like when I'm out on the streets, I view and I see somebody walking, I view them differently than how a, co a common person might. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? They avoid them like the plague. Like, well, one time I was leaving my daughter's gymnastics class, and you you probably know the smell of meth. Like, yeah. I, I remember yeah. walking out and just, I was like, for real? And then I walk over a few Burning cars plastic. And, Burning plastic, basically. And, and like, right right towards the front, somebody's semen. up in their it car. It kind of smells like semen, right? It smells like it, semen a little bit and burning plastic. It, Weird. That's actually not bad. Uh, a bad analogy. For <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to explain that to nobody. I would have been like, oh, no, just go smell it. <laughs> that's not bad. And so I remember I went and I was like, I was like, hey, like you know, just a lot of times, kind of like um, Hiller's video, where a lot of times if you just come at somebody the right way and you're not afraid, you're good to go. And so I was like, hey, man, this, this is a gymnastics studio right here. Can we keep it moving? You don't even have to leave the lot. Just go in that back corner for your boy, please. Good. Kept it moving. Hmm. What did you think about that video? You're talking about Hiller in the hallway. That was pretty good, In the good, hallway. Right? That was pretty good, right? Yeah. It, he could be it, a cop. Hiller could be a cop. Maybe. Yeah. He, he, he has the – he's built more like how I'd like to see somebody. Because you got to think. You can't be juiced up though and be a cop, right? That's like you, that's illegal. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, probably not. Oh. But oh, really? ain't, it crazy, ain't it crazy? You could you know what? I am going. I'm not going down that slippery slope. On yeah, but let's talk. I might be getting now, hopefully not, but there may be a day where I'm getting my ass whooped one day, and the first person I see coming around that corner. I need them to unwhoop my ass. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not just get their ass whoop whoop me, <laughs> or be useless, or just have have a taser just oh, 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 trying to aim it. You know, there's like two little freaking lasers that you gotta aim up. No, we need to make it happen. Like that foot chase I told you in. I told you I was in. Everybody that came up, that caught up, we were good to go. We we're like, all right, cool. It, it allows you to. Settle down, you know what I mean? Because, oh, speaking of CrossFit, when you go, when you're in a CrossFit workout, and you, and you're in your first six months, and you finally got all the movements, and you go full send way too early on the first round of the assault bike, and it's a four round workout, and you finish your first round, and then that panic hits, like, oh lord, it was at this moment he knew. (laughs) Then all of a sudden, you know, you forget how to function. And things like that. But then as you continue, like, if you've never felt that feeling of <gasps> you, mm-hmm. you lose function, you forget, you forget training, things like that. And so that's where fitness in, in law enforcement is more important than just, um, than just being jacked. Yeah. Look at like having tight sleeves. is cool. You know what I mean? Looking good in uniform is cool. But if you've never felt what it's like to get, punched in the face and i'm not even talking literally i'm talking that your central nervous system been punched in the face before and you having to get some shit done real quick that's very important you don't want your first time to be when somebody's trying to hurt you back mm-hmm. you know what i mean you'd rather your first time be on some mats right you know what i mean you'd rather your first time be against a barbell you'd rather your first you'd rather your first time feeling that feeling having a function under freaking crazy fatigue anywhere but on the gravel with somebody who wants to hurt you or somebody who's getting hurt that you care about is right there. And you can't do anything about it in like a controlled environment. When you see a cop that is, um, 
maybe not as as fit or whatever, does it diminish your trust in them? Like if you go and you got somebody who's coming up and you're like, I know you haven't worked out in years. You're like, why did you put me on duty with this dude? They're not going to be able to get my back. Yeah. So the, the situation, you know, it. OK, so more often than not, when I'm dealing with a person, there's more than one of us. And so there's sometimes where you're like, OK, like uh, he, he, he moved he moves out of state. But one of my best buds in the department, he was like five, five, nine, two fifty and just a brick strong worked out with me. Could get, could get some shit done. He's one of those dudes built like you're, he's dangerous within a two minute window. Don't let him get out of that two minute window. <laughs> but he's dangerous. <laughs> that's you that's like that. And when when we were somewhere, that's what I told my wife that's what I tell my wife. I'm dangerous <laughs> in that two minute window. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, when we were within, but when I'm somewhere with him and we're talking, one it's it's cool because we physically we're probably some of the most imposing people with we were the most imposing people within the department but we were cool like we were the least likely to have to tear somebody up because we were just we we were just cool we were calm collected and we knew if it went away we each were ready you know what i'm saying but on the flip side there's sometimes where you're like all right if if something happens here, I might be on my own. Mm-hmm. There have been situations like that, unfortunately, where if like, something happens here, might somebody be able to help a little bit? Maybe, but this might be a bad day. You know, or, or they lose your composure because when you're in shape, it gives you a level of confidence as well. Mm-hmm. You know, just whether it's the way you stand and talk to people, that could stop. I I don't know how many fights my demeanor, demeanor yep. my demeanor and stature have not gotten me in. Does that make sense? For sure. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've not gotten in fifty extra fights just because the way I talk and the way I look and carry myself. Mm-hmm. Hell, I know I've gotten in, not gotten in one foot pursuit because the way I look. I got off the car and after I took the dude to jail, he said, "Could I say something without sounding racist?" I said, "What?" He's like, when you got out the car, I was gonna, I was gonna run. If your partner was there first, I saw your partner. If your partner was there first, I probably would have ran. But then I saw you, and I was like, damn, he black and in shape. He, he gonna catch, he gonna catch no, me. I don't see color. I don't I see color. I swear to God, and I started laughing. I'm like, hey, that ain't no damn racist. That's a compliment. You know, I, mean? I appreciate it. And so we just kept it moving. But, but a lot of times, yeah, you're. Your stature, how, how well you take care of yourself. Just think, think of the difference. If you're getting whooped on, then depending on the situation, you know, you don't know what happened. We're talking the way circumstances line up. Uh, a high level of force needs to be used. And like, let's say, let's go to the extreme. Deadly force needed to be used. And if that deadly force could have been eliminated by either A, your command presence to begin with, or B, you dealt with the situation swiftly and quickly, then then that's better. That that's a that's a W right there for yourself, for the department, for whoever that was who might have just been having a bad day. Mm-hmm. You know, they might not even be a piece of shit. They were just having a bad day. And then they happen to roll up on you. You know, but I it's it's unfortunate because we're too, too we're too far into the shit where we are right now to just 
tomorrow, okay, physical standards every year. Like as an operator, like like SWAT team, some some um you have to do their entry test every year, some you have to do it every quarter, some you have to do it every six months. And I don't like I don't know how we would implement it without losing a lot of cops. Mm. But just take 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 the SWAT standards and take 75% of every movement. So like said, let's say you have to be able to run to be a SWAT operator. Let's say you have to be able to run a mile in full uniform in 12 minutes, right? Then for standard, take 80% of that and hell, even lose the uniform, just be able to do it. Or you have to be able to do, get over this wall, you know, six foot wall. I think that's the academy height. You know, annually, just make sure you're touching up on your game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Biannually, annually, whatever it may be. It's crazy. And so, exist. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, like, um, so Susan's gym, like, I heard there's a police. Susan, ain't there a cop that goes in your gym or just hit a set of pull-ups every now and again? Yep, full uniform. You know what I'm saying? Things like that. And that, that's something, mm-hmm. that's something I try. I, my goal, I want to be able to do I always be able to do 20 strict pull-ups anytime i want no warm-up full uniform no oh, that's I a love it. wow the, the goal is 35 I love that. but God, you're a good dude but 20 <laughs> 20 every time you know what i mean and and that's that's on that's on the top end everybody doesn't need to do that and i understand that but why can't you what could you adjust people their pay on their fitness could you do that so that that would be that would be a way to do it i would say you'd have a hard time um docking docking somebody's pay or how about giving bonuses that's where it would be a bonus if you if you can do this this and this now i don't think it would it would bring everybody to the light, but I do think it would definitely change some things. And you could even have it, you could even, you could make it really fair. You could do it by, um, uh, age. Yeah. You, you well, you, you no, know what I mean? No, you don't want to get in that because, no. you know, because Joe, Joe criminal don't care if you 47. All right, fine. Fuck age. I don't Joe care criminal don't care if you, guys, fuck the old if guys you five, three. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. You, you know what I mean. Yeah. And so, what, just, what would just, you but, think are the what would you think would be good test running? I would think that I think a mile is a little excessive because uh, what you look like chasing somebody for a mile that's just inefficient. Get in your damn car with your sirens in. <laughs> right. Okay. Them. But a four hundred meter, maybe okay. a six, maybe a six hundred meter, in whatever time. Nothing's in uh-huh. stone here. It's just me and you and Susa talking. But what what, what what's a good four hundred meter time? We, uh, let me throw if, something if out there so you guys can laugh at me. A minute, a minute and five? Minute and five? Minute five? Too slow. Too slow for you. Hold on. 400 meters in that's a minute fast. and five seconds? Yeah. <laughs> 65 seconds. That's fast. Bro. Yeah. Yeah, that's cooking. Cool. Yeah. Okay. It's got to be probably okay. 145. Under two yeah. minutes probably be. And one of the other things and I've done for with a four the- For a 400? Okay. Yeah, you got to think. Right. That's on All pace right. for a 420 miles, Evie. I know, but it's 400. Yeah, but... I could do it, but that's not. But we, 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 okay, okay, we need some cops. To, okay, okay, okay. And I think more talking about for the bonus. I'm talking for. Oh, I like this too, Mike. I'm talking about this. Uh, the, I like this too. The beep test. 
Yeah. Wait, so oh, what do you on. think? So you're talking for a bonus, not just entry level you fired. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 I'm yeah. talking about for the bonus. Okay. Oh. Okay. But so I'd, I'd still say a minute because you because minute fifteen. You don't want to break the band. You remember, you know the term breaking the band. Like you figure, fuck it, ain't no way I'm getting there. Right, 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 right. Because because the point of what we're saying right now is to get people to want to do it. So a minute five, that would just take the seven people that could already do it, and we would be there. And okay. then maybe one person who's close, and they would do it. We yeah. want to make it. We want to dangle that carrot close enough to where a mass group of people are like, "Oh, okay, I could, I could, I could do that." You know what I mean? And so, I would, I would say, I, I would like a six hundred meter. A, a six hundred. But what's your fifty burpee time, Blade? Do you know? You think you could? Do you, you have fifty burpees in two minutes? I do fifty burpees in two minutes. Which is pretty crazy for a big. Hey, I, I, I almost went Andrew Hiller on you right now. I was like, "Hey, let's see." <laughs> <laughs> and more importantly than a one-time test is actually, and I use this for the fire department. It's I would rather have him run a four hundred meter, a one-to-one uh, work-to-rest ratio. So if it takes you one minute to run it, you have one minute to rest. And then I'm more curious about your second four hundred meter because that's right. gonna be indicative of how well you've kept up on your fitness. Not if you could just blow your load in one shot. But can you do it at a really high output, recover, and then do it again? And what are those two differences in time? Because that, to me, is going to show more indicative recovery in your overall fitness than just one 400-meter run. Caleb, well, I, don't know, I don't know if you can show what I just sent you. Uh, Gabe just sent us something. I don't know if it's um, if we're allowed to – Gabe, are we allowed to pull that up? Gabe from Paper Street Coffee. Are we allowed to show that, what you just sent us? It's a uh, 2016 DEA, uh, Drug Enforcement Agency, Physical Task Test Assessment assessment Rating Scale. Oh, okay. And they have a 300-meter sprint uh, time on here. Oh, they have the 300-meter sprint. Um, Which also not bad. Like, just w- whatever you have. Or make, make it um, – a lot of times we take our test as a group and we go to the next station as a group. And make it just one sweeping obstacle course. Your run into the wall, into this, into this, into this, and then your time at the end of the course. You know, there's a I, – I, I love all the programming shows that you have, and I love get with the programming. I, I'm a, I love that stuff. Look, I got my I, – I, I got my little board right there that I do. I don't know if you can see it. Oh, my yeah, little, yeah, yeah. I got my little board on the door. I, I love that stuff. And so I could go hours and just thinking, like, a great test, but just something. That's that's the common denominator of this. I don't know how many people in the comments are talk, have their suggestions or how many different people no, have fuck their suggestions. You know what I mean? But the common denominator is something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm looking at I'm looking at some of these times. They got the uh, 300 meter um, sprint time uh, for men. It's basically starts at 41 seconds as the fastest, and then if, if you're if you're over 55 seconds, you, you shit the bed. Yeah, so interesting. Yeah. Gabe said I guess his sister just took this test and did, and did uh was top of her class. See? And that's correct. And and um, Oh, listen to you, golf golfy, foxy, trotty, yankee. I uh, with fast burpees, I really uh want to see what the person's hip extension looks like. <laughs> Shut it. <laughs> hey. uh, how much do you weigh again? How much do you weigh? 
Man, I'm about 235 right now. God, dude. I would my, you, my, get back my, to I, me on that. Let me see those 50 burpees in two minutes. That is, that is, that's incredible. And how old are you? You're 39, 35? 33. 33. Hey, 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 pull that back. Hey, I would have <laughs> guessed, honestly, I would have guessed like 28 or something until you said you had three kids. I always forget about that. I'm like, oh, he's old as fuck. He, he's tired. <laughs> he's tired. He's tired. <laughs> no, but, uh, Oh, let's see. Oh, yeah. No, well, homeboy had a valid point though, because when you when you're moving fast, that that's valid. You know what I mean? Because well, Hiller Hiller makes his bread and butter off people who short their hips on burpees and short their reps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that would be another thing. People passing the test, and their reps look like ass. You know, push-ups that we had a dude because in the academy, I think it's max push-ups in two minutes. Now he was more than capable of doing everything he needed to do. But he got like an ungodly number, but but hey, them lockouts though. There ain't them lockouts. <laughs> I don't know if y'all ever seen a DB in football drop a pick and they do them little just as a joke, like oh, I dropped that pick, that's on me. But well, R- RFK recently, did you see Robert Kennedy's? He's all juiced up running for president and he's doing push-ups. Did you see that? This <laughs> you see him? You know what I'm talking about? And his push-ups yeah. are short. I'm but I'm okay with it. Like, yeah, I, like, I like I'm not this, I, I'm I like not hating. Short one thing. So yeah. let's say I post a video and I'm doing bench and I'm doing like these kind of reps, three-quarter reps. Yeah. Don't forget those are still hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I wanna yeah. I wanna shore up the culture of so let's look at this video. I would go half one, half two, half three. Okay. Half, you know, don't say zero, zero, oh. zero, zero, because All right. now in a competition, yeah, those don't count zero, zero, zero. But if you got 315 and you're hitting reps like this and you do 20, people be like, not one rep was done. Okay. I can't even unrack it. So exactly. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so let's keep perspective here. Quit overcorrecting. I give that guy credit for the way he got on the ground at 70. That was crazy. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah. That's overlooked. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just like, like Turkish get-ups. Like that would be, that would be something that if, if I was like training older people for function, I would, that would be a goal. I wouldn't tell them and show them a Turkish get-up off rip, but I'd be training them for a Turkish get-up for a while. Because if you could do a Turkish get-up, you, you're set for life almost. You know what I mean? Do they measure body fat percentage, scale to muscle mass, anything like an uh, no, we don't, no. All we have from a medical thing. Well, actually, so my department, it's cool because you know how they say shit rolls downhill. Well, yeah. with us, I don't know what the saying would be, but um, you know, gold rolls downhill because our, a lot of our brass they lift. I, I went into, I went into That's one it. of our one of our captains. Which one's higher, blue belt or brown belt? Blue, uh, brown brown. I, I think he's a brown in jujitsu. He's cold, and he, yeah, that's he a got, hard belt to get to. That's yeah. A hard he got like he got like to. twenty inch biceps, and he don't even lift. Like the dude just <laughs> dude's just a, a tank of a human. Trt trt. And, and we we get we get an hour of um, we get we get an hour of paid workout time. Um, there, during our shift, and so you go into our room, and it reflects that our brass lifts. It's rogue rigs good bars plenty of weights um one of our one of our sergeants when he got promoted to lieutenant i told people i was like hey now we're gonna get rings watch and sure enough i helped them install rings like two months later 
you know what I mean? Thing, things like that. So our brass lifts and it and it shows within our within our uh, our department. I can't speak for everybody though. Uh, gentlemen, uh, uh, I'm going. I'm going to uh, tennis. Oh shit! That was a fast ninety minutes. Ninety minutes with the blade this morning. Oh what? snap! Damn. You're a good dude. Like Thanks for doing this, man. I know, I know getting 90 minutes from someone who's working full-time, got a wife, three kids, I know it's a lot. And I really appreciate you coming on. I can't thank you enough. It's fun hanging with you. It's good for people to get to know you. Um, you're a good dude, man. I'm, mm-hmm. glad, I'm glad I live close to you. Glad there's hey, people like you in my man. community. Hey, yep. the, yeah. the love is mutual, homeboy. All right, brother. Uh, Mr. Souza, Caleb, uh, Blade, I will see you guys uh, all very shortly. Um, everyone have a great weekend. Uh, don't forget to watch the UFC fights tonight. Holy shit. It's gonna be wild. All right, everyone. Have a good one. Y'all be good, man. All right. Bye bye.